You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, September 17th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The country is to go into a nationwide lockdown tomorrow afternoon, the eve of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, in a bid to curb the unprecedented spike in infections from the coronavirus. Yesterday, 4,537 people were confirmed infected with COVID-19. There are currently 549 people hospitalized in severe condition with 140 of them on ventilators. The death toll from the coronavirus pandemic in Israel now stands at 1,165 people. Nearly 53,000 coronavirus tests were conducted yesterday with a positive result of about 9%. According to the IDF's intelligence branch's data center, there is an increase in infection rate and is not due to the increase in the number of tests. Hebrew University researchers have predicted a dramatic increase in the number of infected and warned that over 1,000 more Israelis could die of the coronavirus if a severe lockdown is not enforced. After an all-night debate, the cabinet approved the nationwide lockdown earlier today, which calls for it to be open-ended with no firm rollback date after three weeks as originally planned. There are a host of restrictions, mainly to keep people from gathering, but there are also many exceptions. Health Minister Yuli Edelstein said that Israel was in the midst of a war, a war for the peace of the citizens. He said the lifting of the closure would be gradual, depending on its effectiveness. The regulations must now be approved by a parliamentary committee, which has a week to approve them. But in any case, the curfew goes into effect on Friday at 2 p.m. Professor Chezi Levy, the Director General of the Health Ministry, told Khan that the curfew could be made more severe if necessary. He added that he was doubtful that it would be able to reduce the number of infections to the level they wanted, and the curfew could be made more drastic. Our credibility may have been lost, but the public needs to understand where we stand and that this is, there is not a war with the decision makers. We have all have to lower the infection rate, he said. Under the final rules, gatherings are limited to 10 indoors and 20 outdoors. No more than three people may travel in the same car, except for members of the same family. Israelis may move beyond the 500-meter limit only to go to work, purchase food or essential supplies, aid the elderly or those in need, go to a doctor's appointment, including alternative medicine or therapy. Also to attend a protest, donate blood, participate in legal proceedings, exercise alone or with members of the same household, attend a funeral or a circumcision, go to the airport, travel to a mikveh or ritual bath, and care for animals. Malls, swimming pools, gyms, hairdressers, hotels, and other leisure services are to be closed. Supermarkets, pharmacies, hardware stores, electronic stores, laundromats, and additional stores deemed essential will remain open. Minister Zev Elkin, who heads a committee dealing with the Israeli pilgrims traveling to Oman, Ukraine, has called on travelers there to return to Israel and follow the coronavirus quarantine instructions after the Ukrainian government barred their entry into the country. There are about 1,500 Braslav Hasidim currently stuck on the border between Belarus and the Ukraine. The U.S.-based Rosenberg family has bought a controlling share of LL Airlines, with it holding 42% of the ownership of the troubled airline. The state bought another 12% for about $30 million. Eli Rosenberg's Kanfei Nesharim company was the sole bidder for the $150 million offering. Meanwhile, LL has announced that it will gradually begin to renew its flights 
with passenger flights resuming next month. The Israeli and Dubai Diamond Exchanges announced today that they had struck a deal to boost trade. The Israeli Diamond Exchange will open an office in Dubai, while the Dubai Multi-Commodity Center, an economic-free zone, will set up shop in Ramat Gan for the base of the Israeli Exchange. Taking a look at the weather, and our weather people tell us it will be hotter than average in the hilly regions and the central parts of the country and humid along the coast. Severe heat conditions will prevail across the whole country until Sunday the earliest. Maximum temperatures forecast for the main regions, Jerusalem 33, Tel Aviv and Tzfat 31, Haifa 29, Beersheba 36, and in Ilat going up to 41 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Raka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a one-hour news program.